Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here. Another episode of the MBA podcast. I've got Ash Blasted with me as always. Ash, how are you today? Yeah, good as gold, James. It's another beautiful day here in paradise. Looking forward to today's episode. Yeah, me too. And listeners, this is an interesting one and may sound like it's not relevant to everybody, but it is. And the topic is paper babies living in a digital world. And if you think about the topic, Ash, it's pretty much we're speaking initially to maybe the slightly older generation, myself included, where we grew up with paper, pen and paper. And technology has been evolving around us. I think most people in this industry would be in that camp. There may be some younger brokers that um, were already using computers and iPads, even in primary school, but I imagine that would be pretty few of the industry, I, I think, Ash, given the age. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, if, if I was on camera right now, you'd see me with an arm in the air with a finger pointing back at myself. I, I'm a classic paper baby. I'm a Gen Xer. Uh, sorry, a baby boomer, not a Gen Xer, born in the 60s. Yep. So absolutely, this resonates with me, you know, understanding and managing the transition from using a Collins diary for my notes and handwriting applications and faxing applications through to lenders and that sort of manual world um, as it was, um, you know, and, and how that fits into operating a business and helping people. And now we've got this plethora, an absolute mountain of technology solutions that ostensibly, right, are there to bring efficiencies. That's the idea. You know, why take two hours to handwrite a loan application when you can input it into something and then the data moves around into different places without you having to redo it? All makes perfect sense. But I think certainly my experience with tech has been if you haven't understood where that tech might fit in to your bigger business plans and all you're doing is you're grabbing at things to fix an immediate problem, boy, oh, boy, can it be overwhelming. I, I, I don't know about you, James, or listeners, but I reckon at one point, even going back into the earlier 2000s when the availability of tech was 10% of what it is now, I reckon I was at a point where I had over 20 different bits of software and technology that I was trying to apply to my business as it was. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. And I think you know, with the topic of paper babies in a digital world, there's just a lot of people that don't get tech that it's not natural to them. I mean, if you think about, I mean, actually humans have been around for a little while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. However many tens, if not hundreds of thousands of years it is, I'm, you know, that shows my uh, high school evolution knowledge is lacking, but we've been around for a long, long time and technology has been around for a blip on that. So humans are not naturally designed to be tech savvy. And a lot of us have only just grew up. We're figuring it out right now. And um, 
that's why it's a dangerous time because a lot of us see technology as the way, the way of the future, the way of the now, and they have to jump on every single new thing. And that's probably the biggest issue. It's not so much that older generation who grew up with paper don't really get tech and they struggle with it. It's the problem of the mindset of, oh, I've got to have a website. I've got to have a LinkedIn profile. I've got to be on social media. I've got to have this new app or service or software that automates this little aspect of my business. It's like, hang on, do you even need that at all? And maybe that's the biggest thing we want to discuss in this episode, Ash, is the fact that it's not that we don't get tech, it's that we don't really know how to deal with it. So the default seems to be in this industry is that you just throw everything at it and you sign up for everything and you give everything a go. Yeah, I love that. That is such a great insight and distinction. So, I mean, it, it's even more prevalent today, right, in, in that because of the, the COVID-19 and the pandemic, people have had to default back to tech um, being the basis on which they run their business, essentially, you know, remote remote working, um, you know, Zoom or whatever uh, platforms for interviews, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, you know, the last 20 years, there's been this ever-changing, ever-growing um, technology that speaks to people about this is going to save you time. This is going to make your life easier. This is going to make you better. This is going to free you up. This is going to – so there's this movement, which is probably factual if used correctly, but Definitely. the problem is no one is sitting there for mortgage brokers as a filter saying, hey, amongst this 50 different technologies – Here's the one that you should be using to achieve this particular efficiency in your business that allows you to do what you really love to do. No and I filter. think that, that's what's missing. There's no filter. So, of course, I mean, and we see this with the people we work with occasionally, James. I mean, you've got the people like me, um, roughly, who are paper babies and who are open to technology but have got no clue. Right? We, need, we need to be shown how to press a button just about. You know, um, that's okay. We, we, we can get help if we need it. Then you've got the other side, which you spoke to, which is a, a, what I would call a younger generation, maybe 30 and under, maybe 35, that are so used to technology that they rely on technology for everything and can easily fall into the trap of presuming that technology is going to do everything in their business and they lose sight of the bigger picture, which is this industry is about helping people and relationships. It's not about technology replacing people. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, you said a couple of things that triggered a thought in my mind. Number one is that it's like a kid in a candy store. Um, you walk in and you look around and go, oh my God, all of this it looks amazing. It's also bright. It's also sweet. It's also tasty. Technology is like that. It's like the candy store. It all promises to be sweet or juicy or flavorsome and solve or trigger something in your brain that goes, oh, that's amazing. Or for your business, oh, I've got to have that. And it can be really difficult for kids to hold themselves back in a candy store, just like it can be difficult for brokers and business owners to hold themselves back from signing up to the latest and greatest piece of tech. Um, but you also mentioned that, yeah, tech is essential. So we're not saying that 
technology is bad and you should not use it. It is 100% essential. You know, paper is done. (laughs) Uh, If you're not running a paper office already, paperless office already, you should be. So it is essential. Um, But another thing I want to touch on that you mentioned was that, yes, you do need tech, but here's the most important thing. You don't need to do it yourself. And Ah, this is the biggest thing. Oh, I've got a new CRM system. Someone told me about this fancy new app or service that gets me this or that. And they go in and learn it. And that's another big mistake that uh, a lot of business owners use is they try and implement it themselves. Uh, They think they have to go and learn the new CRM. They have to learn this. They have to learn that. No, you just have to know what it does and what you want it to do and then get someone else to build it for you. Oh, guilty as charged, Your Honour. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, look, hand in the air, James. You know, I, I, it's so easy to go, you know what, here's this amazing new, I don't know, let's pick an example, a website builder, right, that can build landing pages and you can connect it up to this and you can connect it up to that and then you post something and all of a sudden all this business is coming in. Oh, okay, I'm going to go and figure that out. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 I've been there and you know what? And I actually would probably tell our listeners that I think it was really when we started working together, James, you know, several years ago, that my eyes were opened up on how to actually get help to utilise tech rather than try and work it out yourself. You don't have to know everything about a piece of tech. You just need to know, does it bring efficiency and automation and systemization to part of my business that I don't need a person to do? If that's the case, right, where does it fit in and who can I get to come and do that for me so that I don't get buried in the tech but I understand how it works? Oh, absolutely. That resonates so loudly for me. And I'm guessing, listeners, a few of you are probably going, "Uh, yes, guilty. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And look, there's different types of people, isn't there, Ash? There's uh, This doesn't go for everybody in industry. Some, each of our listeners need to take the test. Are you a sales people person or are you a business tech person? There's, there's two types of people and we see this all the time, right, Ash? Those that are out the front of the ship, wheeling and dealing, putting together partnerships, talking, uh, bringing in the deals, talking to the customers and so on. And then there's the other type that are very good and actually prefer to sit behind the scenes. They want to sit in the engine room. They want to build the engine. They want to systemize things. They want to build the tech tinker under the hood. So are you a driver or are you a builder? And Mm. I think for those salespeople out there, they're the ones that most likely, and they're probably nodding wherever they are right now, is they're nodding going, yep, that's me. You guys don't, don't bother with the tech. Pay someone else to do it and work out how you can liberate yourself to do more of what you're best at. But if your ninja skills are in business and technology and systems, then for those of you listening, you should be pouring more of your time into that part of the business and then partnering or employing with other people that are amazing at the sales and people aspect. So it's kind of a bit about knowing where, where your skills are as well as um, as anything else we're talking about today. 
Oh, and I think that feeds directly into the broader strategic advice piece or the having a plan piece. I mean, a big piece of that is understanding where you fit in to that production line or that conveyor belt that we talk about a lot. Where do you fit in as a as a, a person with, with your skill set and your passions and what motivates you as a person? Where do you fit in? And then build everything to accommodate that. And I think that's really a fundamental piece, particularly how we work with our, our members, right, James, is there's no one size fits all. Right, here's the A to Z. Fit all this, retrofit all of this into your business, happy days. You'll write millions of dollars, you'll be happy and you'll have lots of time. It doesn't work like that because everybody's different. I mean, we've got some members, listeners, that are tech ninjas, right? They're amazing at building out the tech and they know how things work. They can fix things. They can set things up. Right, they're amazing. But they're at risk of getting buried in that world and neglecting the business building side of it or the human resources side of it, which is actual people to operate the system because the system doesn't operate itself. Like the best technology in the world, it does not operate itself. Yes, AI is a very interesting field and AI is starting to play certain roles in credit decisions and a few other parts of the industry, but you still need people to operate the system. That's right. So I think a lot of the really tech-savvy brokers um, of which there's plenty, you guys, you know who you are, you're really tech-savvy, you don't need help with the tech. What you perhaps might want to look at is where does that fit in to a, bi- a bigger business plan that allows me to grow in the direction that I want to grow. Exactly. Okay? And that actually brings in, Ash, the issue talking through the sales versus business side because uh, as we've probably spoke about in other episodes building the business and the tech actually takes you away from going out and bringing in the deals. So there's got to be this balance of, do I go out and bring in more deals? Cause that's what makes me money. But if I spend all my time doing that and zero on the tech and systems, I'm going to have a ton of deals and I, I and my business will break because I've got nothing else. Whereas if you spend all your time, we know about these people, Ash, that spend months and months and months, building this engine behind the scenes and they don't have a driver. They got no petrol. Uh, they built this amazing system, but they haven't been making any money or doing any deals in the interim. So that balance is incredibly important. And that's, I guess, beyond the scope of this particular episode, but it comes into the strategic advice that we do with our members. Yeah, it's really interesting discussion. And, and, and perhaps we're sort of drawn to a point where I hope all of you listeners out there are saying, where this might resonate with you. You know, are you a really savvy tech person um, or are you a bit more of a paper baby like me that, you know, I really want the tech to work for me, but, you know, it's it's it, to me it's like, okay, you've, I've suddenly got to implement, um, you know, Chinese symbol language into my business and no one's there to tell me how to do it. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make sense to do that and yet so many of us try to understand all the tech and bring it into our business ourselves. Yeah. It's a foreign language, right? It is. How can you? It's. It is to me. It's a foreign language. So I either give up the mortgage business industry and become a tech person. Like you, it's you can't you can't be a tech expert and a business operator if you come from that paper world. In my opinion, you know. Mm. But if you're a tech person and you perhaps you know your your, your skills lie in that space, please, please, please reach out and get some independent overview of where you're heading 
so that you don't end up with a fantastic looking car and no one to drive it, exactly. as you said, James. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this is, I'll, I'm glad that you're on a stash. You are a paper, ba- paper baby for sure. Um, I'm a little bit different. I'm actually very good with tech, um, but I'm also, I've learned to be pretty good with people and, and sales as, as well. And that's the interesting conundrum. So for our listeners that go, yeah, I'm actually really pretty good at both. Well, you may be good at both, but you've got to sit yourself down and go, right, where am I going to focus my strengths? Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So yes, I am very good with tech and I can build websites and I can build automations and all the backend stuff. But in our business, I don't do virtually any of that because my time's better spent on doing things that uh, bring in more business and share and help the industry. So that's why, for those of you that are good at doing both, you want to think about it from that perspective. Um, yeah, that's great advice, James. I mean, I, I really hope that resonates for people is, you know, I think the key message almost that we would almost want to leave listeners with is it's not about your worth as a person. Like, don't, don't, get, don't fall into the trap of thinking, oh, if I, if I stop being good at both things, that's a that's that's a a reflection of my worth or as a person couldn't be more different actually making a decision to focus on your greatest strength and your highest and best use is a sign of a very good critical thinker and a very a very strong ability to make good decisions about where you focus your time um and i don't know james there's an old proverb that i've repeated a few times that applies here and that is sometimes you've got to give up great ideas to make the most sorry sometimes you've got to give up good ideas to make the most of great ideas and i think it applies to a mortgage broker sometimes you've got to give up some of your good skills to make the most of your great skills i love that that's perfect um and yeah just i guess from me you know guys get in a candy store it's attractive but you know control yourselves in the candy store. Uh, Number one, it comes back to what do you want in your business? Uh, Get a piece of paper, map it out, work out what you want things to do, paper first, and then you work out, right, now that I know what I want to do, what pieces of tech do I need to help me achieve this easier and faster? That's the way to be using tech in your business by first working out what you want to do, how you want uh, and what you want to achieve, that's the smart way of using tech, not just by signing up to good ideas. So um, it'll mean faster and easier and much cleaner business growth for you all. So that's what we want for everybody. Love it, James. Well, from one paper baby to all your other paper babies out there, um, make tech work for you. Don't work for the tech. 100%. Thanks, Ash. This has been a fun episode, uh, whether you're a paper baby or not. Uh Tech is here to stay. Embrace it. Do it smart. And I can't wait to having a chat next week, Ash. It's going to be an exciting week. Likewise, James. See you next time. Cheers. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Ash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.